What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Game Time podcast. This is episode number 21. My name is Jet, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you doing today? Long, long day. We're recording this actually on a Thursday. It's a first. Well, yeah, it's a first for since we did the... The, the switch. The switch, yes. Yeah. So, but, so, yeah, we're going to record... I'm going to be working on the audio. He's going to be working on the visuals, and we'll have to be getting it out by in approximately how much? Twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. But we'll like we'll we'll have everything ready. It'll uh, be as always, yeah. we always have it ready always. and stuff like we that. Have never let anybody down. Never, yeah. ever, 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 ever. We yeah, are guys. This is ep- this is episode twenty one. We're in the twenties now. Yes. I'm 21. Yo, episode 21, Eric <laughs> just turned 21. Yes. That's crazy how that actually worked out like that. Oh, my God. We didn't even realize that before we started. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's going to be the best episode because it's my golden it's my golden, golden year. Yes. It's my I, golden birthday. Can I sing to you for happy birthday really quick? Oh, yeah. Have, no, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I did that already. We, you know. I, yeah, I never. No, I don't think you've ever sung. You did not sing "Happy Birthday" to me once yet. You didn't. I didn't sing it. I said it. Singing is a lot. I more. can't. I don't want to. I don't want to bore everyone and like. Make I don't think it's gonna be boring. My, my singing. I think. I don't think it's gonna be boring. I think people would like applaud it. Hopefully, this, like that. They would do I that. I don't want to know, but I don't want to waste people's time with that because we have we have a ton of stuff that we want to get into. But yeah, Eric had a twenty first birthday, the big big twenty one. Yeah, in which we'll be celebrating. I'll be celebrating this weekend, obviously, because I turned twenty one on Tuesday. I have to focus on school and work. Yes, I'm a good student and a good employee. Yes, for, for now to- you're a good employee. For now, I'm a good employee. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll be celebrating my twenty first this weekend. I'm very excited for that. But let's get right into it. Let's get into the Instagram polls. Time out. Why was there no post about my 21st birthday on the podcast uh, uh, um, account? That's a, Honestly, that's a good question. I should have posted something. I, I didn't post anything for my birthday, though. Was Our account was made by the time your birthday came around, right? Yeah. Well, that's on that's You on have me. access to it, too. <laughs> That is true. That is true. I think. Well, my birthday means a lot more. I don't know. About <laughs> that. That's a little. That's that. That's pushing it. And I could put out a little belated birthday thing. You know. Yeah, belated by probably what would it be? Three days. Three days. Come on. But I mean, if you were to put one out for me, like mine's not even a thought in anyone's mind. Right what is now, it? So. Three months belated. Oh, three months. It's a month. Oh, it's a month. Yeah. I'm awful with birthdays. Let that everyone know that. I'm very, I'm very, I have to That's put, I have to put birthdays in the cat, my calendar app to make sure I keep track of everyone's. That's I, mean, I didn't know your birthday was September 21st until like a few weeks before school yeah. or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I am, I've always owned up to it. I'm awful with yeah. birthdays. I'm always awful. And names. Names I'm much better at. Like pronouncing names and remembering names. Pronunciation and- is sometimes a struggle, but I've gotten better at it. It's. I've gotten better at it over time. It just takes practice. Pronounce uh, the Miami, Miami Dolphins. Dolphins quarterback. Jacoby Brissett. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. No. That just really just, oh, that takes me back. To, uh, He's, uh, and I quote by Jet, Jacoby Brissett's the answer. Ah, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, <laughs> I, let's not. Let's yes. Not I, that was just something I said because I was so ticked off by the Dolphins' performance that I just said out of frustration and just trying to give myself some sense of optimism. I have no optimism with jo- <laughs> Jacoby Brissett uh, behind center, especially going against the Raiders now. Who's the uh, QB3 at the time? Now QB2. Reed Sinet. Who? Reed Sinet. That's it. I ask again. Who? Reed Sinet. Know the name. Because if Jacoby Brissett <laughs> is injured, we're, yeah. we're looking at a possible fantasy sleeper right there. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. No one, please. I please if I if I look at the ESPN app and I see Reed Sinet's <laughs> ownership percentage checked up by a couple percent, I please just, I advise it not to. I don't wanna I don't wanna turn it on the app and notice that. So don't pick up Reed Well, let's get right yeah, into the yeah. uh, Instagram responses. Yeah, so uh, if you listened to the last episode, you know that Eric and I made a bet regarding two tight ends for fantasy football. 
who was going to score more fantasy points. Looking pretty good for me. By two points right now. It's first place is first place. 16 to 14 in Dallas Goddard's favor right now. Really poor numbers. I mean, it's a tight end position, so I guess it's expected. But the voting went seven and seven. People are split. They don't know. Who? I, I wow. Mean, I, know. I mean, I know too. Yeah, I mean, it's Goddard all the way. Is it though? Because he had a. I mean, I can't can't really say much about John Smith because he has not morphed He's two into points the behind. He has not morphed into the player that. I expected him to be, but there's still plenty of games. Goddard is just, he's just starting to morph into the player I know he can be. Just, he had a tough matchup against the 49ers. Is it a tough matchup? The Lions yeah. scored 30 points on them. Yeah, but Hawkinson is way different than uh, Goddard. But there's still other, uh, yes. but it's And the running back duo, and the running back duo for the Lions, Lions is way better than Gainswell and Sanders. I think you could argue that Sanders and Swift are comparable. Obviously, Jamal Williams is a lot better than Gainwell. Gainwell? I thought there was an S. No, just Gainwell. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, I expected you to think that. Stop. 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 All right, this next question actually really hurts me because I asked everyone, who do you think is going to win the weak team matchup between <laughs> the Bills and the Dolphins? <laughs> Unfortunately, every, mostly everyone got it correct. 12 to 15 said... 12 of 15 votes said the Bills. The only three people that said the Dolphins, one of them happened to be my mom. The other one was me. So, and the other one is one of my friends from baseball. So, yeah, I don't really have much to say about this. You don't want to talk about that game. I honestly don't. <laughs> okay. Unless, unless there's something you want to say. Well, we could talk about that. I, I mean, Jet left us. He took red zone with him. It was a business deal, though. I had a business meeting. Well, it turned out to be a bad deal on your end. <laughs> I think it was some bad voodoo. Honestly, it might have been. Bad yeah. karma. It probably would have been a totally different outcome if I stayed here, I think. Yeah. Maybe not even if you didn't have if you didn't take red zone. I, I think red taking red zone was the bigger I didn't karma. Take it. I just was using it. Yeah, but I blame red zone for not allowing multiple users to be on. That is true. Red time. zone fix your shit. Yeah. Why can like be like YouTube TV, stream that shit anywhere you can. Exactly. Yeah. But All right. Another week two matchup I asked about who will win in week two. Uh the Dallas Cowboys with the Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously the Cowboys ended up winning that game. Nine votes for the Cowboys, seven votes for the Chargers. So the nine that voted for the Cowboys got that one correct. Congratulations, yes. I guess. Fuck I guess. The Cowboys. I mean, let's, let's look at some of the notable people that picked the Cowboys. We know one. Uh, Josh picked the Cowboys. Josh picked. Uh, he. Lo- I mean, the Dak lover. The Malloy brothers picked the Cowboys. Really? Come on, Malloy. Lindsay picked the Cowboys. That must have just been like a, a guess. Like. <laughs> <laughs> she has Herbert on one of her I teams. Know. Why no, should not? That's what I. I don't really get. And then. Um, yeah, so obviously the Cowboys ended up winning that game. And then the next one I asked was the Bengals and Bears week two matchup. Obviously the Bears ended up winning that game, but the majority of people voted for the Bengals to win nine to six. Yeah, I mean, for me, they beat the Vikings in which after week one, I, well, going into the season, I always thought the Vikings were better than the Bears. So if I was like, well, if they beat the better opponent, why wouldn't they beat the Bears? Right. And But the Bears defense just bullied yeah uh joe burrow in which it makes you question um maybe get a offensive lineman when your offensive line is trash you already have t higgins and tyler boyd and mixon and and mixon you have the threats so why don't you get the coverage i mean i think they were just thinking oh you're buying expensive cars without car insurance true i just think they didn't want to pass up that burrow chase connection which is gonna it's gonna hurt them definitely in the long run because now you have a quarterback that already left the season last year because of an injury, because of an off, because offensive line it sucks, it sucks again, and it's only creating more of a chance for another injury. So yeah. So yeah. all right, last one was who will win the 49ers or the Eagles? 49ers wound up winning that game. 13 of 17 people said the 49ers. Of course, 49ers are much much better, even though their running back depth is falling like flies. <laughs> It's oh my god! Is Elijah Mitchell going to be uh, ready? Elijah for Elijah Mitchell, I believe he didn't practice today, but he's expected to still play on Sunday. And I think Trey Sermon will be playing. Um, and I think they just signed Duke Johnson and Lamar Miller 
to like the practice squad. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there. I mean, it's the Ravens and the uh, the Forty ers that are going going through uh, running backs right now, signing anyone that they can on the free agent market. Yeah. Debo's going off though. He is going off. Yeah, he. I I think that a lot of people expected Ayuk to be the one going off. Yeah. Obviously, that has not been the case. Um, but I will say, from a fantasy perspective, for Debo Samuel, he is someone that. I don't think we'll be able to continue this. I think you should try and sell high on him because I think Ayuk will regain some sort of his role from last year. So, yeah, that's a little fantasy advice before we. That's our little segue into the exactly the next perfect segment. segue. So let's give a little uh, update on what happened last week and the it's game time yes. fantasy football league. Yes, the first annual it's game time fantasy football league, and we have some. We have three two and zero teams. Three zero and two teams, and then four teams in the middle at one and one. Eric and I are both one and one. Let's go. Ste- five hundred. Five hundred. I'm happy with yeah. it. After two weeks, five hundred's great. Because a lot of people like to sell after zero and two. That's true. A lot. Yeah. Well, well that's a perfect. Another perfect segue right here. Because Tommy, who is in this league, he's zero and two right now, and he actually changed the name of his team to Fire Sale, and he followed. Coercion? Up- question mark. <laughs> uh, I thought about it like when I was putting that trade yeah so there was a trade that Tommy made I was questioning whether I should put it through questioning it because I wasn't going to just veto because I don't believe there was collusion but Tommy made a trade with Josh who is 2-0 and and when you look at it on the surface you're like oh, a 2-0 and team trading with an 0-2 team could there be some suspicious activity right here yeah um, I'll read the trade to you guys. So it was Tommy acquired Nick Chubb, DJ Moore, Noah Fant, Deontay Johnson, and Daryl Henderson Jr. Josh acquired Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't think it's close. I think Josh, it's in He's, Josh's favor. <laughs> absolutely it is. That's. I don't know why Tommy's doing a fire sale. It's not like we're trading uh, picks or anything like that. I have no clue why. I... It just, I don't know why, whenever you're 0-2, people just want to sell, sell, sell. People are panicking way too early, it's yeah. Exactly. Wait till you're like 0-4. I told that to Josh today. Like, he he's 0-2, I believe, in the other league we're in. Yeah. And he's he seems like he's in panic mode. And I don't, I, I said, give it like three or four games at least before you get into, because you could get 0-2 and then get back right back to 500, 2-2, and you're right back where you started. Exactly. Then, I mean, that's. That's why I was happy each week. As long as I win a game in either league, I'm 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 very content. Mm-hmm. I'm very content. In which, for in the other league, I think, I mean, Josh is kind of. Josh is scoring points. He's just gotten blown out. Yeah. Points against him, three hundred and nineteen total points. Not the most in the. Yeah. Wow. By a wide margin, he just got the next highest. Is two seventy seven. Well, that's the thing. With that that's important to look at sometimes because if if you're having bad luck, that luck will eventually turn over, and that's another reason why you should not panic. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the it's game time league, and Connor Malloy's given up three hundred and thirty nine points. That's the most in the league. He's he's zero two. Yeah. He's suffered bad luck. I, mean, I know. That's, that's just really. I mean, Tommy though, <laughs> not bad luck, bad drafting. <laughs> I think is the way to put it. He's he traded. His the th- the third third overall third pick. overall pick Which for is, DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. I know he he, he needed depth, but he he could have he had the he, had he didn't get Jefferson on yeah, the table. I know table. exactly exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he could he probably could have gotten Jefferson and one of DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. Exactly. But now he's he's probably going to continue lie. He has the least amount of points. In I the do. League. I do have to say, um, I think it's good of him that he get got rid of. Hilaire yeah. and got Chubb and Henderson back. Oh, yeah, that's and true. then Kittle. He has a lot of faith in Gronk. That's why he was. Yes, easy. Yeah. exactly. And you got Noah Fant, which is a quality yeah. tight end. Yeah. Um, you just hoping Kit for his sake. He better hope Kittle continues to have a down year. Yeah, but I will say, um, I'm gonna move Connor Pelesh out of the doghouse, and Tommy's in that last spot. If I were to have a power rankings. Just not not going well for him right now, and it it's honestly probably not going to get any better. He has a twenty four percent chance to make the playoffs according to ESPN. Oh my gosh! I will say about Connor, I do shit on his team all the time, and it rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, he is suffering some bad luck right now because yes. Christian McCaffrey yeah. 
is now in, he just left. Uh, we're, we're obviously recording on a Thursday night in the middle of the Panthers game, so Christian McCaffrey left that game. I would still have Connor nine, <laughs> but uh, I think I'll. This is what I'll do. I'll say my my top two teams right now. Um, I have to say Lindsay is still up there. Yeah, Lindsay um, is. It's just like what the she hell? She hasn't scored a ton of points, like as many as uh, a few of the other teams in the league. But I still like her starting lineup the most out of anyone. And I mean, for me, the person that I think should potentially be at that two spot, it's either it's either Josh, or I. I don't want to like be like this but me i may i i like my team a lot obviously josh just made his team a lot better and he's already two and oh you're not worried about jonathan taylor as rb1 i'm not i think that he's the thing with jonathan taylor i saw a stat earlier today that he's had like eight um goal line opportunities he hasn't converted any of them i think he'll he will eventually start converting those and that'll only I, I, be better for i just saw that you had aaron jones as your flex so never mind oh yeah i've aaron jones I've, too i didn't i didn't see that yeah, I, honestly, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I, I just I have so many teams that sometimes it's hard to keep track. But what what do you think about uh, your team right now? How My team, um, the Mendels, um, Jacobs seems to be questionable every week. So it's other than that, Jacobs is really the only person. Um, Robinson's a little up in the air, but I think he'll get it going finally. That Justin Fields is has been announced as R, as QB one. So I think that chemistry is going to be getting building up. I'm getting riddled by in- injuries. I have three wide receivers on injury reserve now, and they're just they're. I think they're too good to just drop them. I mean, Gallup, Samuel, and Landry. Um, I mean, I'm not going to obviously tell you what to do, but if there's any, if, if they're going to drop any of those, I would definitely keep Gallup and Landry, but. You think like Samuel? If your injuries keep piling up, yeah. you have no choice but to potentially drop some because you're missing out on potential guys you could pick up in waivers. Yeah, I mean, Cordello Patterson, yeah. I lo- I, I'm high on him. <laughs> I know you are. I'm very high on him, and it's not just because I got him off of a waiver claim. I'm, I'm high on him because, I, I mean, he proved himself as, like, he could easily split time with, Mike Davis, and I think he is the end zone threat. He's the end zone option. It's looking like it. I mean, besides the fact that he can um, get get his carries and get his work in the receiving game, he has the chance every now and then to return a kick for a touchdown, which will gives even more options for him to score. I mean, more. exactly, in which I like my receivers. I got Hill. I got Sutton. He went off last he week did. finally. I got Marquise Brown. He's going off. Yes. He's like a consistent like 15 points a week. Mm-hmm. I got Hawkinson, who is like almost – Becoming a top three tight end, taking the place of Kittle now. I'm. I got Herbert. I got Eckler. They did go off last week. Even even in a losing effort, they did. Yes. They finally scored points. Eckler's gonna have a great rest. I think he's gonna usually finish in the top five. Exactly. So I have Sony Michelle with Henderson's injury. Mm-hmm. We could see an increase. Yes. James White went off. Yes. So that's a good piece off the bench. And I got Pascal, the wide receiver, and uh, Zach. He's yeah. He's found the end zone three times. In exactly. The first games, so. I like my team. I just working work the waiver wire like always. Exactly. I like Jacobs is the only question mark. And yeah, I would, yeah. That's definitely if if you're gonna ever trade for someone, that would be the spot. Like you would have to potentially trade one of those three or four wide receivers to try and upgrade that exactly. running back spot. Maybe with me. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. I'll, yeah. Just an update. Eric and I did not come to an agreement on a trade in the other league that we were working on, but we tried. We tried. We really tried. He's just too stubborn. and Eric is even more stubborn because he has trade PTSD. So. <laughs> I just, I got to be ca- overly cautious. This I, year. And I get that. You don't, you don't obviously, sometimes I think I've said this before, like the best trade you make is the one you don't make. You, It's, it's good to be picky sometimes. Exactly. Trading too many times can get you going in the wrong direction. So who do you think is a surprise team? Surprise team. Mm. You kind of sleep. Oh, on it's Austin. Aw- yeah, it is Austin. And par- partially because I I don't think it's sustainable though with what his team is the way his team's constructed. Yeah, just those. He's been getting carried by Lockett backs. and Samuel, and yeah. along with Kelsey, obviously Kelsey. But what? Yeah, I mean, his bench. His, he has his three QBs. Three QBs and two defenses, and an injured Michael Thomas on his IR, and a questionable Kenny Galladay. 
Yeah, like I know, I know. If, I don't know if you saw the chat today, but he said that Kelsey is available. Yeah, maybe he'll try and trade him to get another running back or something like that. But he's he's definitely the the surprise team because I had him at eight in the power rankings to begin the year. Yeah, so. two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Who do you face this week? Um, I well, I face I face Connor P. So oh, I've gotten uh, very fortunate there because uh, McCaffrey's now out and. His uh, Robbie Anderson's going for him in his starting lineup. He has zero points right now. I'm going against Connor, like okay, Connor am. So, oh, against an 0 and two team, I like my chances. Percent I, percentage pro, win probabilities in my favor. The only thing I will say is like, like I said, Connor has suffered from some bad luck. He's only scored three less points than you. Not to say that he's going to win or anything, but. He doesn't have an awful team. It's no, just, no. Like I said, bad luck has kind of gotten his way. Exactly. All right. I think that's enough fantasy football talk for uh, today. Yeah, definitely. So we want to move on to look at the upcoming slate of NFL games. Yes, for I want to keep three. I want to. I wish, like, keep track of like our. Our bets. Oh, we could we could look back on yeah like obviously I could go back yeah and just, well uh, for the next episode I'll have a tally of where we are standings wise because we. I think we both got a few wrong. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try. We'll try and be a little bit more accurate. This exactly. Week. We'll keep like we'll try and go back and check on a weekly standings. Yeah, a couple of, of the like, lines are pretty interesting. I, I thought uh, I was looking at this week, so we can want to just go through each game and give a little prediction and preview of them. Or yeah, exactly. So which which I mean, I have a notification on, and my my favorite team is at the very top. Okay. Yeah. So we'll start off with the Giants versus Falcons. Two, the battle of the winless teams. Yeah, the Giants are a fa- uh, favorites mi- minus three. They are the home team in that game. I have th- heartbreaking loss. <laughs> Slayton needs to be able to catch a damn ball. Yeah, Slayton needs to be able to catch a damn ball, and we win that game. Daniel Jones did it, like did everything he can to. Like, I, he had one of his best career games against a really good defense. Too. Against a really good defense, and Saquon wasn't even helpful. So it was really all. It was just Daniel Jones, and it sucks. Be- uh, Heineke had a really good game yeah. too, except for that li- last like two minute pick. I was really, I was like, he's gonna have a hiccup because yeah. he's throwing the ball. He was throwing uh, the ball high multiple was, times. Was not accurate, really. I know his good. receivers were bailing him. I was like, there's there's gonna the be one time. time. Yes, yeah. there's gonna be one time he's gonna have a hiccup, and he did. And I was like, thank you, with yeah. two minutes left, and. The play calling was just not the not the best, but yeah, thanks Jason Garrett. Thanks Jason Garrett. Um, but the Giants are minus three favorites. What are we thinking? It's at MetLife. Yes, it is at MetLife. Falcons just have not looked good. I'm gonna take the Giants covering that spread. Covering? Yeah. Three's a really good line. It is really. That's a lot, a lot of these lines are very good. Yeah, Vegas was on it this week. I like three. <sighs> I think it's going to be way it's going to be so anxiety ridden and I don't want it to be but it's absolutely going to be but I'll take them covering. I maybe like a I think it's I would actually actually I'm going to change it to a push. Okay. I would not bet on this game. I mean I wouldn't either uh for for ent- entertainment purposes I'm just going to say the Giants will cover. I mean it, if the Falcons offense shows up though it could be a different story. Yeah. Uh, the Giants the Giants their offense is not awful. No. Not, not bad. They're capable yeah. of moving the ball down, exactly. just not capitalizing. I think in the end, though, the Giants have a better defense than the Falcons. Yes. That'll, that'll probably be the difference. Yeah. But. So the next game is Washington at the Bills. Two 1-1 one one teams looking to get on the winning side of things. Bills are favored by 7.5. Give me the Bills covering. Covering? Yeah. I have to agree. I think I th- Heineke had a great game, but... Josh Allen, I think, and Stephon Diggs are now getting on the right path. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be they're going to win by like twenty. Whoa! Yeah, I think I was thinking like ten. I, I just I think that the Bills, after they beat the Dolphins, um, <laughs> they're they're going they're moving in the right direction. Their defense has been outstanding in the, f- the first two weeks. Their offense will will get back to their normal ways. I think that Heineke is going to have issues, especially playing in Buffalo. It's going to be loud. Um, give me. I, I like the Bills about in another blowout. I think the Bills have a very could could run a very similar style of 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 an offense that the Giants did. 
and you saw how effective the Giants were against the Washington defense, and the Bills' offense is even better. So if they run the same type of style of offense, I mean, it very well could be like a 14-20 to 20 point game yeah. uh, lead for them. The next game, Bears versus Browns. Again, two teams trying to get on the winning side, both 1-1. One one. Cleveland is also favored by 7.5. What are we feeling there? Yeah, see, the thing with this line is this line is built under the impression that the Browns are facing a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields. They're probably not like saying that that's in their favor. So I'm going to say the Bears um, will win this game. Win the game? I, I, not win the game. Not the Browns will not cover the spread. Okay. Yeah, but the the Bears will keep it close. I think Justin Fields will have a great uh, first game as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Browns will end up winning, but they will not cover the spread. I think it could. They could win by seven, and people are going to be so frustrated. Yeah. What if it's like a missed field goal? That sends uh, the, there's always the, those bad beats that just just strips. a field a field goal to end the half and it Browns kicker just shanks it and then you just look back they won by seven line was seven and a half at the time of you betting and you're like that damn fucking oh, field goal yeah I, that would I, be great that would, that would oh my god <laughs> that would, all the people that that very well could happen to the with the oh, Browns. Yeah. Of course, even even the Bears with their their kicking issues over oh, the yeah. years. So I think Prema right there, absolute Prema right there. The Browns will not cover by half a point due to a missed field goal yeah, in seven, the first half. Seven and a half. That's, that sucks as a line. Like just exactly. Yeah. The next one is the Ravens, who just had arguably one of the best games of the season so far. Against the sad list Lions that almost pulled an upset in week one. That line is eight and a half for Baltimore to cover. I'm at, I'm taking that. I'm not taking it. I think the Ravens haven't been able to stop anyone on defense. And the, and the Lions haven't looked bad on offense. I know, but I, I think they just want to shoot out with the Chiefs. It is in Detroit, though. I'm taking I'm taking the Ravens to cover. I just, I just think that while the Lions are not a good football team, the Ravens have their issues. Although they did beat the Chiefs, they got a little lucky that Clyde fumbled at the end of that game. True. Uh, the Ravens do not have a like, good offensive line right now. That They've been struggling defense. They have some issues. We saw what the Lions are capable of on offense, so I think that the Ravens will not cover the spread. All right. The Colts versus the Titans. The two contenders for the AFC South, Colts 0-2, Titans 1-1 after a massive comeback win against the Seahawks. Derek King Henry showed up for me, finally, yes. 41.7 points. Took him like six quarters to get uh, <laughs> that level again. Exactly. But the Titans are favored by 5.5. What are we feeling? See, I would I would think this would be a good spot for the Colts to pick up their first win, but due to the fact that Carson Wentz is most likely not playing, I'm going to take the Titans covering in this game. I think their offense is back to where it was last year. Their defense still is atrocious, but between the comparing the two offenses, I like the Titans to cover. I'm going to have the Titans cover. Do you what predict Henry's line? Um I say he rushes uh 22 rushes for 105 yards and a touchdown. A few catches out of the backfield as well. Okay, so that's like a base of 16 points. Oh uh, Yeah, I would say he'll finish 18. between like 16 and 18. Okay. All right. Next game, AFC West matchup. That's going to be a good game. Chargers versus Chiefs. Probably going to be a shootout. Both teams one and one. Kansas City favored to cover by seven. I think they'll cover. I think they're they're out for blood in this game. They they're not happy with the way it ended last week against the Ravens. Um, the Chargers have looked great. They do have some holes on the defense. I think Mahomes will be able to pick them apart and get the Chiefs going in the right direction. As much as I really don't want the Chiefs to win because of someone we know. <laughs> could this be a breakout game for Hilaire? It it could. The thing the thing with Hilaire though is the reason that I feel that he hasn't broken out this season yet. In the first two games, the Chiefs have been in, like, pass-heavy mode, and they haven't been able to, like, really sit down and establish the run because in that first game against the Browns, they were trailing. The Ravens, they were in a shootout. It could be. It, it honestly could be. Because, I mean, the Dallas ran all over the Chargers. Yeah, Pollard and Zeke both exactly. had really good games. So yeah. that's – I think the Chiefs are 
going to cover by by nine points. Okay. By nine points, in which I think this will be hopefully this will be a hilarious breakout game. It's oh, it's very possible. I mean, why not? Why not this game? The next one, two teams that just recently lost their Hall of Fame QB. Yes. The Saints versus the Patriots, both one and one. New England's favored to cover by three. Yeah, so apparently everyone thought after week one that Jameis Winston was the savior and he was going <laughs> to you know, take over for Drew Brees and get them back to a Super Bowl. After last week's performance, it was kind of much of the same with Jameis Winston. He threw two picks, and honestly, that's probably more likely that we'll see than not from him. Uh, but I'll take the Patriots covering in this game. I think their defense is very good, and Mac Jones has not looked too bad. So give me the Patriots. Exactly. Hopefully, uh, James White goes off again. Maybe. Hey, not everything's about your fantasy team, you know. <laughs> I do think the Patriots are going to cover. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. do. Yeah. Next team, AFC North. A lot of like in division matchups this week. I didn't yes. realize. Yes. Bengals at Steelers. Pitt. Pittsburgh is only favored by three. I feel like this is a game the Bengals could win. I really do. You think this is a trap? I think it is. You think this is the trap game of the week? I think uh, Vegas. I'm. I think I'm gonna fall. I would fall for the trap. Well, here's the thing: Ben Roethlisberger is not 100 percent healthy, and they have it. They don't know for sure if he's definitely gonna play, and I think that could play a big role in the outcome of this game. Deontay Johnson's also injured. They also have some injuries on the. Uh, defensive side of the ball. You know what? Steelers will not cover, and I think the Bengals win it outright anyways. Wow. I think the Steelers will cover and end up winning this game by a touchdown. Okay. I think it's going to be like – it could very well be the trap game of the week. It very well could be, and I'm hoping it's not. But guess what? I'm not a gambling man. I'm not either. I don't. So I don't. I, don't I, have my, I will not be putting my <laughs> money on this game. Not that game. That could very, no. especially if you take Pittsburgh. Do not be surprised yeah. if you end up losing all your. If all you're your money. putting your money on any games, make sure you put your uh, money on a game that you you think for sure <laughs> you'll have a good shot of winning. Like this next one coming up. Yes, that's yeah. The yeah. Cardinals at the Jaguars, a two and zero team versus an zero and two team. Arizona is favored by seven and a half. Do you like that line? Yes, I love it. I think it's going to be a twenty-point margin of victory. The Cardinals have they like are. one of the best teams in football. Like offensively, they're so. insane. Defensively, they looked a lot better than what they were expected. Jaguars just are not not it. <laughs> I think this is almost a lock. Oh yeah, this is. Um, I haven't. I mean, I haven't checked the other ones yet. I think this is the lock of the week. Free money, guys. It's not, it's definitely the lock of the week, yeah. I, I Absol- actually I don't know. I think it is. This next one actually yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, I yeah. think it definitely is. Definitely. I think can you predict Murray's mo- Murray's line again? Um I'm going to say he throws for 329 yards. <laughs> Very precise. Three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. How many rushing yards? Um I'm going to say 57. Okay. Two uh two touchdowns to Hopkins and one to Christian Kirk. No Rondell Moore this no week. No Rondell Moore this week. This is the week he he uh, steps aside and lets uh, Christian Kirk get a little. Get I like fun. Kirk. I do too. Yeah. All right. This next game, I think actually this is the trap of the week. I was I was gonna say. Like, I think this is. I didn't. I I remember looking at it ahead of time, and I was like, this could be very well be called the trap of the week. Um, Jets at. Broncos, Jets are 0-2. Zach Wilson had one of the worst yeah. performances possibly ever as a rookie QB. Yeah. Uh versus the 2-0 Broncos. They I mean they faced they beat the Giants and who they faced last week? The uh Jets played the Patriots and obviously Who did Broncos play? The Broncos played the um the Jaguars. Okay, so but th- the thing is the line Broncos 10 and a half. That's crazy. That's a trap game. I'm absolutely taking the uh, taking the Broncos to not cover that. Oh yeah, the Bron- the Broncos will not cover it. It's, I mean, no one really expects the Broncos to to be an elite team this year. They're two and zero right now. It could be one of those games where they they fall just because they think they they get overconfident and 
Yeah. Oh God, it's a trap game. <laughs> it's it really absolutely is. a trap. More than the other one. A lot more than the other one. Yeah. A lot more. That is the trap of the week, folks. Yes. The next game, Jet. You want to tell us who it is? It is the Miami Dolphins traveling to Las Vegas to play the two and O Raiders. Surprisingly, two and O. Um, the Raiders are minus four favorites in this game. Um, yeah, obviously two is injured. Jacoby Brissett's not a quarterback. It's a mess. Uh, offensive line is a mess. Defense gave up 35 points last week. As much as I want to say the Dolphins are going to win this game, I just the Raiders look too good right now. <laughs> On and offense especially. Yeah. De- yeah. Defense <laughs> is not like def- – they shut down the Steelers last week. So I – Give me the Raiders and the points, unfortunately. Absolutely. that That's another lock. Oh, a lock. That's oh a God. lock. Points-wise, that's absolutely yeah. a lock. Now, I think the game of the week, I don't know why this isn't on Sunday Night Football yeah. or Monday Night Football, the Bucks are traveling to L.A. to face the Rams, both 2-0 teams. We will see there will be one less, guaranteed one less undefeated team after this week in which Tampa Bay is favored by one point. That's that's picking winner right there. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win. You think the Rams are going to uh, win? Tampa, they have to travel across the country to Los Angeles. Tampa has played the Falcons, and they have played – who did they play in week one? I believe they played – oh, the Cowboys. They yes. played the Cowboys and Falcons so far. Not a tough schedule. This is their first test. I I love what the Rams are doing on both sides of the ball. They did struggle a little bit against the Colts, even though they won. Um, obviously, I I hate to pick against Tom Brady because it it has come back to bite me in the past. <laughs> but I I I'm really high in the Rams, so I'm gonna take the Rams in this game. And Brady, I trust. I'll blame you for it. He's I mean, beaten the Rams once. He'll beat them again. Oh yeah. Even with a better team this time, I think. I think I just. Ugh. The points are so hard. That's pre- that's just picking the winner. They're, Vegas is just telling you, pick a winner. Don't care about the points. Exactly, because the Buccaneers can't win by half of a point. Exactly. So, so I am going to take the Bucks to cover and to win this game. Yeah. Next game is Seattle is traveling to the Vikings. Vi- both teams had a heartbreaking lo- loss last week. Yes, and... Vikings should have won that game. They should be one and one, but sometimes kickers just <laughs> not get the job done, and nope. that's their job. And sometimes they just not do the one <laughs> job they have. Um, uh, Sanders didn't even get a chance last week for the Dolphins. All right, this is we <laughs> talked about the Dolphins like three games ago, so we're on to, we're on to a different game here. But uh, this is a tough one. This really is because they're both coming off of tough losses. Um, it is in Minnesota. Seattle is favored. But I'm going to say the Vikings get on the board here. They get their first win. They're not a bad team. They just have not been able to put it all together. I think their defense is a lot better than people think. Their offense is still pretty good. The Seahawks don't really have that good of a defense, while their offense is very, very elite. I I like the Vikings to pick up their first win in this game. Do you think this could be a breakout game for Justin Jefferson? Um, well, I know what you want to hear because I know you have him in one of your fantasy leagues. Um, the yeah. thing with Justin Jefferson is it's, it's been interesting because KJ Osborne, who you picked up in one of the leagues, has he's already broken out in a way, and he's kind of stolen some of that work from Justin Jefferson. Well, because so the def- the defense opposing defenses are just focusing on Jefferson exactly. and Thielen. Thielen. Yeah. So Osborne's just been able to get yeah. open. That's why I don't. I don't think this is the game where Justin Jefferson breaks out. Um, He's gonna be fine. There's nothing, nothing to worry about. I don't think. But they stopped Dalvin Cook too. They they have a lot of mouths to feed on this offense. Exactly. Now. So who are you taking in this game? I'm taking the Seahawks and with the points. I, this is surprisingly another pick the winner. Yeah. A point and, and a half. Yeah. That's. I thought it would be more. I thought it would be like Seattle minus three. I'm so, I I think yeah. I think it would be more if it was in Seattle. I guess they they're factoring that it is in Minnesota. Yeah. Still though, I mean. Yeah, but I'm taking Seattle and the points. Okay. But next one Sunday night football. Packers at 49ers. Another great matchup. 49ers two and zero. Packers one and one after an awful week one. They uh they came back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers actually looked like Aaron Rodgers yes, last week. Yes. 
San Francisco is favored by three. I don't think the 49ers cover, and I think the Packers are going to win this game. I The four, the 49ers are 2-0, and oh, but it's not a real 2-0. and oh. I mean, they, they played the Lions, and they almost the Lions almost came back and beat them. Yeah. The, the Eagles almost beat them last week. They haven't had any dominating wins yet, and now they're, they have their toughest test yet. Against the Packers team that rebounded last week and is only going to get better as the season goes on. The game is in San Francisco. I don't think that plays too much into a factor of who I think is going to win. I do think the Packers find a way to pull this game out on the road. I, I got to agree. I'm going with the Packs. I think uh, 49ers are a fake 2-0 and team. Yes, that's that's the way I would yeah. I mean, uh, for all, you got the Rams, honest. you got the Bucks, You got the Raiders, probably one of the realest. Oh, two and O teams. Bills and they had to beat the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. maybe one of the realists. The Broncos are a fake. Cardinals are probably a quality two and O team. Uh, let's see what happens when they play a like a contender. Yeah, they play the Titans and they play the Vikings. Yeah. So I mean, those are the ones left, and um, we know for sure they're above they're above the Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah. but they're I think it's Broncos. 49ers, Cardinals, then I'd probably go Bucks, Raiders, Rams. Really? Yeah. The, the Raiders over the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, really? Absolutely. Like, they uh, have faced the, like the legitimacy of your their y- opponents. Yes. Exactly. Not, like, I know. Dominated. I'm thinking I would think the Bucks would if they faced off will would beat them. Right. But right now the legitimacy of their two and O record, I'm gonna have to go with the Raiders because they have just they won against the Ravens. No one thought that was gonna happen. They then went on and beat the Steelers. No one, no one thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, but the thing with the Raiders, like they did. I know we can't say like they almost lost to the Ravens. It wasn't like it was a dominating win, and even against the Steelers, it wasn't a dominating. But like, the Bucks didn't. They didn't dominate, dominate the Cowboys, yeah. but they dominated the Falcons. But those—that's the Falcons. Yeah, they, oh, the, the Bucks just look too good right now, though, to, to put them below the Raiders. I, as good as the Raiders have but looked, but the game, yeah. But at one point in the Falcons game, the game was like within reach for the Falcons. It was, and yeah. then somehow it just got up to forty points, and yeah. you're like, "When did that happen?" Right. Yeah, but well, but the final, last yeah, game, final game, the slate, NFC East, the NFC Beast. Um, <laughs> Eagles are going to the Cowboys. They're both one and one. Cowboys, I think, are a little bit more legitimate than the Eagles because their one win is against the Falcons. Dallas is favored by three and a half. First of all, I just want to—I don't know why they put. The, I get it's a divisional rival game, and Cowboys have the the market to put this game on a Monday night. But it's it's unfortunate they couldn't have put like a Buccaneers Rams game like exactly saying, like on a Monday night game, or even put that Sunday night and Packers Monday night. But whatever. So in this game, I am going to take the Cowboys covering and winning this game. Uh, they did. They suffer, uh, They won last week against the Chargers. I think they can keep it rolling. The offense looks great. The defense is much improved from last year. Eagles have some question marks. They have good at times, but I like the, the Cowboys at home here. I'm taking the Cowboys, absolutely. I think it's going to be a shootout, and Dallas has way more better, way more weapons and much better weapons yes, at that. Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, guys, that was the recap. I mean, not the recap. The preview Pre- of what we think will happen in week three of the NFL season. We still have 50. 15, 15, 15 more weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. 15, 15 more weeks to go. Yes. Wow. We're a sixth of the way done. It's, it's <laughs> going by fast. It's already. going by yeah. so fast. By the way, just a score update for uh, obviously the game will be finished by the time it's out, but the Panthers are winning right now 24 to 9 against the Texans, as most people yeah. probably expected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, I want to get now into the MLB. This, the regular season's coming to an end. Uh, last really week and a half now. Yes, and teams are trying to fight for that final spot. We have some uh, divisional races that have wrapped up. The Brewers have clinched their division. Um, the the Giants and Dodgers is going to come down to the end. Most likely, the Dodgers are still a game back. The White Sox have clinched their division. Uh, the Rays. Ray, yeah, the Rays are another one. Um. 
There's still a few other division races to be decided. That Braves, Phillies one should be interesting. Obviously, the Giants and Dodgers. Houston will win the division. Yeah, they're Houston up seven will and a half. Division. What are you thinking about? Who do you think is going to end up winning the NL East? The Braves or the Phillies? Because the Phillies are on a three-game winning streak right now. Um. Uh, let's see who the Braves. Braves play San Diego, then the Phillies, and then the Mets. That's their last three series matchups. The Bra- the Phillies face the Pirates, then the Braves, and then the Marlins. I'm going with the Phillies then. I'm absolutely going no, with the I, Phillies. I, I get that. I, I do. I mean, although the Braves probably have the better team, like scheduling is a big factor in it. And it's exactly. Gonna, it's going to decide things. I mean, one of those teams, like the Marlins, could play spoiler at the end there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Phillies definitely have the edge from a schedule perspective. We'll see if they can cash in on those those games or not. They, they need to. Oh, Expe- yeah. Especially the Pirates. If they sweep that series and then go into – they can figure – they can – the the, uh, the the division winner can be decided before even the last series. Oh, yeah, of course. Of the last series of the regular season for them. Well, the thing with the Phillies is if, if they don't win the division – they can't get into the playoffs. I know. The Cardinals. It's, it's either. We have to talk. Like Cardinals have won 12 in a row. And they're, they're they now in, in position. They came out of nowhere. Yeah, they're now in position to take hold of that second wild card spot. What happened to San Diego? Saw fighting in the dugout. Machado and Tatis going, going at it. What, what, do you, what do you think of that whole situation? Gosh, I didn't know I was we were that it was like a WWE special. I'm, <laughs> um, it's. I I will I want to say they're so playing 500 ball yeah. right now. I know. I'm the thing with Tatis though is I I kind of understand why Machado said what he did say. I I watched a little bit of the clip and it did seem like Tatis was being a little bit selfish. Obviously it is as it is a team sport, but it is cool to see that Machado has learned some lessons from his past because he does exactly. have a very checkered history in the game. Uh, not not I mean, the best attitude, but I'm I'm glad to see him become more of a leader. Like. Who imagined that the Mariners would be six and a half up overall record on San Diego? It's insane. The Mariners. The Mariners are still competing here. Mariners are ahead of the uh, Oakland A's right now. Exactly. That's what's crazy. Now, I think the big conversation is the AL wildcard. Yes, yes. Boston is probably going to be in. There's a big... The Yankees, it's the Yankees tom- starting tomorrow, start the final series with Boston. Who else do the Yankees play? Then the Blue Jays and then the Rays. That's it's tough. the Ray, the Blue Jays, they play, they're in the series with the Twins right now. They're losing right now to the Twins. Mm-hmm. They play the Twins, then the Yankees, and then the Orioles. Boston plays the Yankees, then the Orioles. And then the Nationals. Yeah, so really those those games against each other, that's going to settle everything. Exactly. Now, that's between Boston and New York. But New York can still – right now the fight is with Toronto. All right. I mean, Seattle's, I mean, Seattle's on a five-game winning streak right now. And yeah, I just – I don't do think – they, so. they are going to be playing the Angels, the Athletics. Okay. And then the Angels again. I just don't – I I for the th- – there's two teams. The Yankees have a very tough schedule. Like they, if they get in, they've earned it. Right. Because they face Boston, who they're in the wild card race with. They're facing then Toronto, who's in the wild card race with, and then they face the Rays, who are going to be lining up their pitchers for the ALDS, in which they're going to probably throw their best guys and then get them rest. So put put all your bias aside. Do who do you think takes that? Do so. The, so you're fine with the Red Sox. You think they're securing the number one spot of the wild card? I wouldn't say one number one spot. I okay. think they will have a wild. So I think it's your, between the Yankees and Toronto of who gets that second who wild card. Who do you card. think gets it? It's so tough. It really. I'm not saying Boston gets the number one wild card overall because if the Yankees sweep them, Yankees right. are now up. That's true. But yeah. man, as as a Yankee fan, I would actually the ideology in that organization is very flawed. Right. If they miss this if they miss the playoffs, that ideology goes out the window with a few people. 
Oh, yeah. I don't think Cashman would get fired because I think Cashman doesn't deserve to be fired. I think Aaron Boone gets fired. I think then lower-tiered front office people get fired. I think Cashman could get fired. I don't think so. I I think he's done too much. He, we have Gallo for num- another year. Rizzo, it, trading for Rizzo, I still don't think it's a bad trade for what we gave up. And plus, we didn't pay for him. Right. Yeah. He's not on the books. So What about all, some of the other decisions like paying all that money for Garrett Cole when you could have gotten maybe a few, I, a few I, other? No, I'm still sticking okay. with Garrett. Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole. Right. I mean, it's he was either going to stay at Houston, who was the rival at the time. Right. Or come to us. You have to get Garrett Cole so you don't face him. You're paying not to face him. That's the thing. That's true. So I'm not upset about that. I still, I think Brian Cashman does have something to do with ideology, but I think it's also the analytical department there Mm -hmm. with this quasi type of all power and resting players. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing with Cashman is. They haven't what they haven't been to a World Series since what like two thousand eight two thousand nine two thousand nine okay and they won so, it that year that year and when when Cashman started as the GM what like twenty years ago maybe? yeah around the nineties dynasty okay so I feel like if it's if it's been like thirteen twelve twelve years since they've gotten that kind of since they've reached that point it may be time to make some sort of change if it may not be his fault but just to have some Fresh blood, but I think that has to deal with the manager. But they've they've like they went from Girardi to Boone and but that's com- the same similar. But that, no, those two are completely different managerial styles. Boone is way more laid back. Girardi kind of ruled with an iron fist, and I think you need to get a nice blend of that. Players need to be expected to play majority of the days of the week. Mm. We have. Everyone's healthy. Every player, there's no like top player like if they weren't health, if they if they're injured and if they weren't, they'd be on the roster. Everyone's healthy, and we still haven't rolled out what would be considered the Death Star lineup. There's always someone sitting every night. We have nine games left. We are half a game up for the second wild card. Roll out this death lineup and get the chemistry going and stuff like that for Hopefully you guys make it in the playoffs, but guess what? If you don't, it's not the worst thing because then this idea, this flawed ideology will change. If it doesn't, I mean, this flawed ideology, they traded for Andrew Heaney. They're way too damn stubborn to DFA him. He's an automatic home run. Yeah. I I think he gives up. I think the statistic is he gives up a home run. He gives up at least one home run every inning he pitches. Well, that's that's kind of going along my point. Like that's Cashman's decision. That's not. An I don't Aaron think. Boone's I decision. think it's the analytical department's decision. I think it's just this dumb thing. Like, oh, we're the Yankees. We can't ever lose a trade. You lost that trade. So why don't you get kick him out? They're using him as a relief pitcher now when he's always been a starter and not a good starter. So what makes you think he's going to be a good relief pitcher? Right. I mean, but the whole thing with the analytics is like that that's kind of Cashman's backbone too. So he may be yeah. referring to it, the analytics department in many situations, but in the end, it is his final decision. And he's probably using more analytics than he should be. And it honestly it could be costing them. Analytics isn't always the way to go. Um, yeah, it's just – I think it's more the analytics team and Boone, not like – I Yankee fandom knows we truly don't know who makes this lineup card. I don't think it. I, I don't think it's Aaron Boone. I don't think it's Aaron Boone. Yeah. I think it's the analytical department. I don't think it's Cashman. I think it's the analytical department. Which I I get because I I love the analytics and I think that it it it's definitely changing the game. I think for the good. Obviously, yes. too much analytics is yeah. not good always. Um, but it but if. If they're using analytics to make these like lineup decisions and choosing like rest these guys, then then how could they really fire Aaron Boone if it, if it's not his decision? Then I know, but it's just you gotta if we don't make the playoffs, I, hell, if we don't win the wild card, you gotta fire someone, and the first man to go will be Aaron Boone. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely definitely before Cashman, he would be the guy. To Absolutely, go. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. sh- I, and he should be. Yeah. Just just to get a new face and stuff like that, because. 
Cashman has proven a lot more worth than That's Aaron true. Boone has. Is there any particular names you could think of that you would want to take over for Aaron Boone if you were to get fired? No, nothing off the top of your not, head. Nothing off the top of my head at all. Just someone like a different style, obviously. Like more, more, more like Girardi style or something? Not like, as Girardi-like. Right. I need... Someone that's more laid back or something like that, but like has urgency in the dugout. Yeah, I get that. That's yeah. what we're missing is urgency. They think because they're the Yankees, because we have the second highest payroll, because we have these all star players across the board, we don't have to have urgency because we'll just we'll get in the playoffs. Right. And then we'll flip the switch and see what happens. But every time they do they've done that for the past four years and nothing to show for it. Yeah. One of those years was taken away from them because of the cheating scandal. Yeah. But those uh, in 2017, no one expected them to be there. So it's 2019 and 2020. And going into this year, they were they were the clear favorites. Yeah, we. I remember your your preseason power rankings. I believe you had the Yankees like two or three. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Everyone did. Oh yeah. No. Because of the roster saying, they had. Like when I was. I think when we both, besides you being a Yankees fan, like when I made my preseason predictions, I thought it was like a no doubt Yankees were winning the division. But I feel like it's been like that for the past several years. We always say coming into the season, the Yankees are going to win the division. Exactly. That it just hasn't come to fruition. Like yeah, that. so I just, I don't really know. I, and I don't know if I want the Yankees to get in the playoffs. Really? Like, it's not like it affects like... Because I don't want them to get to the playoffs, win the wild card, lose in the divisional round against the Rays... And nothing changes because they're like, I mean, we we got in the playoffs. We just sadly lost in the divisional round against the best team in the AL. You don't think they would have any shot against the Rays in the... I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying I think they'd have a shot, right. but I think that if they lose, nothing's going to change. Right. And I want change. No, I get that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what I want because I can't just go to another divisional round and lose again. Yeah, no. At least get the the championship series, and then you can say, then there doesn't have to be change. Right. But if you lose in the divisional round, there has to be changes. Oh yeah, definitely. This this year was a failure up to this point. It's now I know for every contender, it's World Series or bust. It's legitimacy. It's legitimately World Series or bust. If you don't win the World Series, this is one of the worst seasons. Over the past five years. Yeah, especially like they they made moves at the deadline to try and bolster. They, they did, but it just hasn't like they've been inconsistent. They had remember and, that long winning streak and they, they ex- fell and then hard I'll, and then yes, it back. But what's surprising about uh, I don't want to ramble too long. What's surprising, what the strength has been is their pitching. And everyone thought that would be their weakness. Their pitching is like probably top five in the MLB statistically looking. They're starting and their bullpen. It's the offense. Yeah. No one thought the offense was going to be the issue. The 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 pitching was the worry of like, uh, will they? Will the offense is going to put up runs, but will the pitching allow a lot of runs? Right. But I mean, it's been the complete opposite. So you have the so Yankees or Blue Jays for the final, whether it's one or two. Um, man, I think it's going to be the Blue Jays. Okay, so going going off of that note, um, other than the Dodgers. Between the Cardinals, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, who do you think has the best chance to potentially win a World Series of those wildcard teams? Obviously, excluding the Dodgers. Can you say that again? Excluding the Dodgers, obviously, because we know they have a more than legitimate shot at making the World Series and winning the World Series. Between the Cardinals, Blue Jays, uh, and Red Sox, and Yankees, who do you think has the best chance to potentially win a World Series of those All teams? the wild cards, excluding... The Dodgers. I would have to go Blue Jays. Okay. Why do you say like? Um, their offense is yeah. on oh, yeah. fire. Pitching has gotten a lot better. The pitch. Robbie Ray yeah. used to be a stinker, but yeah. now he's he's figured it out. Uh, and exact- they acquired Barrios at the deadline. Exactly. So Stephen Matz kind of got that it going. That offense is lethal, though. That like. that's the thing is their offense is really lethal, lethal in which they can contend with really good pitching. So I would, Chicago, uh, sorry, Boston. I don't know. I just their starting pitching is real. Honestly, big I would probably if it, if it's Boston, Toronto, and the wild card, I'm taking Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, even if Chris Sale is probably going to be the one that starts the game, it'll probably be Robbie Ray. I would assume for the Blue Jays. Exactly. I would take I would take the Blue yeah, Jays. I think it's like I think it's pretty much a draw with the pitching matchup, and then obviously give the edge to the Blue Jays offense. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be 
It's, it's going to be a wild ride. It's going to go down to the end like it should. Especially that that Giants-Dodgers race. There hasn't been any separation. I know. Yeah. They're going to crack 100. I was, I was just going to say that. They're going to crack 100. They're going to... Props to them, you know. I was, but even, like I know I said for weeks, episodes, that no one was going to crack 100. Someone's going to do it. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Give, let the Giants crack 100. And the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. so... Episode twenty one. Twenty one on when I just turned twenty one. That's that's crazy. I'm can't, <laughs> I still can't believe we didn't think of that before we came on here to record. I know. Yeah. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace.